Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Miss Adulting. I'm your host, Michaela Smith, and today's episode is a goodie, as always. Today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome, kind of what it is, where it comes from, my own experience with it, and some help, some ways to help relieve these feelings of imposter syndrome and self-doubt and all the things. So if you're not exactly sure what it is or if you've ever experienced, just hold tight and we will get, to, get there in a minute. But first, I just want to talk about myself a little bit, let you know what's going on in my life and what I have going on. So... There really is not much going on, to be completely honest. Me and my friend Adriana, we have been on our little gym kick, and we are still going strong. We're doing our best, but I think it's starting to catch up to us, and we're starting to get tired more, and we're just, we tried to get up this morning, and that did not work, so... We just met up later and still went through, but our working out today was totally dragging. Like we, neither one of us wanted to do what we needed to do. So today was definitely just kind of all over the place, but we've been doing good and I think we should reward ourselves with some new clothes. I cannot afford new clothes, but Shein and, you know, money always comes back to me. That's not good advice whatsoever, but it just, I love ordering clothes it just makes me so happy and I really I do need them I I think I do so that's just what I have going on that's my current dilemma me and David are actually going to dinner and I'm really excited I love when we go out to dinner I like cooking too and like eating at home but if he offers for us to go out to dinner I rarely turn that down so That's literally all I have going on. I was supposed to do a lot of work today, did not do it at all. So I need to figure out my next steps for getting my crap done. It will get done. It's just going to be a little bit of a little bit of a push, but that's okay. It is what it is and it will definitely get done. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic which is imposter syndrome so I'm not going to give you the literal definition of it I'm I mean the definition of it it's pretty much just it's just a general definition it's it's pretty much self-doubt we'll start there so it's self-doubt you know whatever situation you're in I for me it happens when you know I'm going into a situation of the unknown some territory that I've never been in before and I start doubting myself And you start thinking that everybody is going to look at you as a fraud and that you are an imposter and that you don't have the skills that you need to be where you are or you don't have the skills that you're supposed to have to be where you are. You're not smart enough. You're not this, this and this. Just a whole lot of self-doubt. And so I'm sure we've all experienced that before. I obviously we've all experienced self-doubt before but I don't think I've truly like had true imposter syndrome until last year when I found out what it was first of all (laughs) and second of all it was my first year of grad school and there was just a lot of changes happening I was 
moving in with my boyfriend for the first time. I was obviously going into grad school. I was learning how to be a TA and grad school is completely different from undergrad, at least in my department it is. So the work and the readings and all these things, it's just, it was a lot and I wasn't expecting it. And the people that I was around, I just, I wasn't like any of the people that I was around. And so I felt like there was something off with me and I should not be here. I did not feel smart enough for anything. There were so many times where I would be so nervous to like present something just because I felt like I didn't know enough. And it's a really frustrating situation to be in, especially when you know your potential and you know that you deserve to be there. But for some reason, your brain is just telling you you don't deserve to be there. Um, Something else that was happening was I was on a different birth control than I am now. I actually recently switched this year. And the previous birth control, I had been on it for a while, but my PMSing was just outrageous and it was out of control and I was not like myself whatsoever. I know myself very well and that was not me PMSing. So there was a lot going on and I was so in my head. I I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever been like that in my life, literally until my first year of grad school. I feel like for me, I lived up to the expectations that my imposter syndrome had me set for myself, which were, were very low. Maybe I exceeded some of them like a little bit, but I feel like I lived up to those expectations because I was not expecting the best out of myself. I didn't think my, I didn't think that I would, I was good enough to be where I was. And so I just got in my head and with a lot of things, I wasn't confident with a lot of things. I, um, I I wasn't very committed. Like when I had to do a topic for research or something like that, I would like go back and forth with it. And then I would get into the research and I would realize I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing and it would turn out really bad. And so I don't know. I feel like I lived up to those standards. Um, it ultimately just made things harder for me than they needed to be. It was like, Everybody was on my side. Everybody knew what I was capable of, but myself, except for myself. And it, like I said, ultimately, it just made things harder than they needed to be. So that was that was pretty much my experience with it. I definitely learned from that experience. I know that I don't want to feel like that ever again. I I want to always be on my own side and I need to tell myself that I can do whatever I need to do and that I deserve to be wherever I'm at and I have the skills to be successful in whatever I'm doing. So I learned from that experience. Like I said, this was last year and I started this podcast this year. So I definitely think this podcast is is kind of a part of me coming out of that and and realizing the mistakes that I made and how hard I was on myself. <clears throat> and so, like I said, that was my own experience. I have been doing so much better this year and it's probably because I feel a little bit more comfortable and I'm a second year. I know what to expect. I know what I'm doing and I know that I can do well. And I know that the work, a lot of the work that I did last year was not my best. I did not try my best and I still ended up passing. So I just tell myself, imagine if you actually tried, silly goose. So that's what I've been doing and I've been doing okay. So 
there is that. I will definitely say if you are experiencing imposter syndrome, you know, talk to someone, talk to your friends and let them know exactly how you're feeling. Sometimes it just takes other people telling you like, look, look at this, look at your situation. You totally deserve to be here and to be doing whatever you're doing. So I would definitely say, you know, reach out to others and try to have a support system if you are in that scenario, because it's really hard to do it alone. I know that for a fact. So some ways to help relieve imposter syndrome, if you think that you are experiencing some of the symptoms of imposter syndrome, here are some ways that you can help relieve that. Now, no matter what situation you're going into, it it doesn't matter. If it's a new unknown situation, maybe it's something you got picked for, maybe you got hired, maybe somebody recommended you for it and you were just like, okay, like I'll do it. Maybe, you know, it could be whatever it is, school, college, a job, maybe you model or whatever, whatever it is. If you are experiencing these feelings of self-doubt, here are some ways to help relieve them. Here are some ways that helped me, at least. <clears throat> so the first one is preparedness. I am not necessarily saying you have to be extremely, extremely organized, like down to the nitty gritty, but being at least prepared that we are we already know that that helps with your confidence no matter what you're doing if you walk into a room with what you need and you have all the information you need you know what you need to know you're going to feel so much more confident versus if you hadn't done what you were supposed to do and you're just walking in unprepared now if it's a situation where you know you don't have to prepare and you are just feeling feelings of self-doubt, you should know that you are already prepared. For some reason, you were picked for whatever it is, and you were already prepared to do it if they didn't give you anything to prepare for, you know? So I, I say that all to say, especially when it comes to school, for me, it was grad school, I, you know, doing my homework helped, and knowing what we were talking about in class definitely helped, and just, I don't know, just being prepared which is why I think going into my second year, I already have a lot of the things I needed last year and I'm, I already know how to navigate a lot of things. And so I do feel more prepared and it's definitely helping with my confidence. So if there's any way you can prepare for something, even if it's just a little bit, definitely, definitely do that. And it's, it's just going to help you feel a lot better about what you're walking into. It feels way less unknown. Another thing is saying affirmations. I have been using affirmations so much, so much. And the next thing is positive self-talk. And so I want to differentiate the two, in my opinion. For me, affirmations are kind of ritualistic. They, you know, you say them over and over and over again. You say different things that kind of align with whatever it is that you're needing to feel better about. And I feel like, yeah, that's the biggest thing is that it's ritualistic. You're not talking to yourself. You are saying phrases, specific phrases tailored to you and your situation over and over. And you say them so much that you start to embody them and you start to believe them and you become whatever it is your affirmations are. So those definitely help just because you are 
what you need to be, but you you need some help to see it for sure. And you might not be exactly where you need to be, but saying those affirmations helps you align your your views and your actions and all the things you need. It helps you align with who you are trying to be. And so then you start working towards that and you really do become that person. So I, I say all that to say, so for me, I literally, I looked up affirmations for grad students because I was just like, what the F is going on? Why am I here? What's happening? You know, why did I do this? So I looked up affirmations and it was just things like, I am smart enough to be here. I am more than capable of understanding my assignments. I am blah, 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 all these things. And so I said them for a while, but my first year was just kind of a whirlwind and I did not, I didn't stick to it. But this year I have been saying them and they've definitely been helping. So saying affirmations, they do help and they just kind of calm you down and you have to believe them. You definitely do in this scenario or else your self-doubt is not going to go away. So when it comes to positive self-talk, I definitely see how the two are very, very closely aligned and you could call them both the same thing, honestly, but I feel like positive self-talk is just kind of, it's more um, informal and it's just kind of, you are in a situation, I mean, we talk to ourselves all the time. And so maybe you're sitting there doing your homework and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like, why did they even do this? I don't think I can finish this. And instead you take all of that and you frame it, you reframe it and you say, you know, this is a hard read, but I'm going to take my time and I am more than capable than understanding everything that is in this article. And so I'm just going to take my notes and give myself an hour to do this and then it'll be done and I will feel good you know, just say something positive and say, instead of saying something always negative about what you have going on. So that definitely helps. With this, it's hard to be positive all the time. I am not that type of person. I have started to be more so, but last year, I mean, if a situation is crappy, then it is what it is. And I'm just, I see it for what it is. And I cannot put a positive spin on it half of the time. So positive self-talk definitely helps. It just makes your situation seem less horrible. So I would definitely, definitely at least attempt to do it a couple times. Like I said, you're not always going to be positive and you're not always going to talk to yourself positively, but you should be saying nice things to yourself, especially if you are doing something that's really hard. You need to be on your own side. So the next thing is don't be afraid to ask questions. I mean, this goes for any situation you're in, not just if you're in school, if you have a new job, whatever it is, do not be afraid to ask questions because when you ask questions and you get your answer, you learn versus if you don't ask the questions and maybe you do something wrong, yeah, you're still going to learn, but... <laughs> It's okay to do things wrong, but I, I just don't think you should be afraid to ask questions. I mean, why would you be afraid? Whoever is training you, it is their job to answer your questions. Whoever is teaching you, it is their job to answer your questions. And if somebody around you has an issue with your question, well, they can suck it. Like, I, I just, I've never understood why people get so afraid to ask questions 
because you should not feel like you can't ask whatever question you need to ask. That's how I feel. So definitely don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask as many questions as you need to. It might seem annoying. It might seem over the top, but you need to make yourself feel good. It is not about what other people think. It's not about if other people are getting annoyed. It's about you feeling prepared and you knowing what you're doing. So whatever situation you're in, do not be afraid to ask questions. Google it. Ask your manager, ask your trainer, ask your teacher, ask a classmate, whatever you need to do. But get your questions answered. And then the second to last thing is cliche, but it's true. It is really just believing in yourself and having true confidence in your abilities. Even if you are self-doubting and you're just like, I don't really know how to do this. Fake it till you make it and just go for it and just be confident in it and be okay if you mess up or be okay if somebody gives you some constructive feedback. Be okay with that, but go into it with full confidence and believing yourself. That's kind of what that's kind of what we've been focusing on a lot these past few episodes. I haven't been having to adult too hard that's a lie. I'm always adulting and I'm doing it so bad right now. Actually, my car still (laughs) needs to be inspected. My tags are so expired, but car needs to be inspected. I need to go to the dentist. I need to go to the doctor. Um, I need to pay my credit card. And I already told you I am doing some Shein shopping. So any, anyways, I just went so off track. All that to say, all of these episodes that I've been doing, like these past few, literally since the beginning, have just been about believing in yourself and going after whatever you want to do. And so whatever it is, whatever you're doing, you are in a position where you are about to reach your goals and you are working towards your dreams. So walk every step with confidence and just go into it with your with your head high and your shoulders back and you are going into it like you're that girl because you are. So I know it's hard, especially in the moment when you don't know what's going on and when you really don't think that you have it in you to do whatever it is you need to do. But you just have to know you've done enough to get to this position. You can keep going and you have all the skills that you need and you're going to learn even more and you're going to be so amazing. So just be confident and just go for it. And the last thing is not caring what other people think about you. I say this all the time. I think imposter syndrome, I mean, literally, the main part of it is that you think other people are going to think you're a fraud. And who cares what those other people think? I mean, seriously, I just, I cannot believe we get so caught up about what other people think about us and how other people perceive us when we are totally capable of doing something and that doubt literally makes us do things in a way that we wouldn't have because we are so capable of doing whatever. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. But that is the last thing. It's just not caring what other people think. Don't care what other people think if you say the wrong answer. Don't care what other people think if you accidentally do something wrong. Don't care what other people think when you have a bunch of questions to ask. Do not care what other people think. Don't care what they think when you're doing your presentation. 
whatever it is, you know, care about what you think. Do you think it's good enough? Obviously, you're going to be hard on yourself, but did you hit all the requirements? Did you, are you following directions? Are you just doing what you can and that's enough? Okay, then that works. Go for it. And just, I mean, truly don't care what other people think because people are going to judge you no matter what. And they're going to think what they want to think about you no matter what. I mean, we should really just be caring what our teachers think because they're grading our work, what our bosses think because they're grading our work, and we should keep it pushing. So those are the things you have to realize when it comes to imposter syndrome. I'm not saying that these things are going to make it magically go away. It really is a mindset, and it's something you have to work through. It's definitely something I had to work through, and I don't think that it's even all the way gone. I really don't. I think that sometimes it still creeps up on me, but it's something that I I know what it is now, and I know that it does no good for me to let it sit around. So that's all I have for today's episode. I hope that you got something out of this. I hope that if you are feeling imposter syndrome, I really hope that you just take a minute and you take a beat and you pause and you look at how amazing you are and how many skills you do have and how you ended up in the situation that you're in because you deserve to be there. You really do. And you are prepared. You are going to say your affirmations. You're going to do positive self-talk, no negative self-talk. And you're going to ask questions when you need to. Ultimately, you believe in yourself and you don't give a frick about what anybody thinks. So with all of that being said, thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day or your night, whatever you have going on. And I will catch you on the flip.